Yes. Um, the reason why I have Anchor is, one, because um, when I first started doing my podcast, I was asking um, a friend of mine which ones are good, and she told me about Anchor and another one. But ever since I've been using Anchor, it's been so good because the podcasts have been so easy to run smooth, and I'm easy to uh, able to uh, interview guests without anything, and I just love it, the overall experience, because Anchor is just where it is. Anchor is just where it is, like, uh, and I encourage more people to do podcasts, because if you have stuff on your mind, and you want to get it off, and you want to use a platform to do it, Anchor is the platform to do it, because not only does Anchor, does it go on Anchor, but it also goes on to other platforms after it's posted to Anchor. So I would like to thank Anchor for everything they've done for me so far, and I really appreciate them. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Naima. Naima, how you Hi. doing today? Um, I'm okay. You? I'm good. Okay. Welcome to our Strange Disappearances um, podcast, and I am uh, the host, Klein, and I am on here with Naima uh, Alavez Perez. She is Dolce Marie Alavez's mother. Um, Dolce has been missing for three years now, Noema, right? Yes. Okay, three years. When did she go missing on? September 16th. September 16th, 2019. Um, she went missing from Bridgeton Park. Um, Noema let uh, her two kids go off to play while she uh, stayed in the car with a relative to do homework. About 10, min- 10 minutes later, her son came back in tears because he could not find Dolce. He pointed in the direction of a nearby building where she had wandered. After Alvarez called family members to help search for the girl, police were notified an extensive search was launched in Bridgeton. Like I told you all in part one. Um, I'm here with Noema today because we're going to set the record straight on a lot of things. Um, Noema, first, uh, thanks for having us. Thanks, thanks for having me. Having thanks for me having you on the. I mean, thanks for letting me have you on the podcast. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for for letting me have you on the podcast. So, can you, how has how has life been since Dolce went missing? Well, my life has been different. It's not the same anymore. Not just for me, even for my parents. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. And I, I definitely could understand that. I'm, I'm I'm a parent myself, and um, I couldn't imagine my uh, I couldn't I, you know I couldn't imagine my children you know something something happened to them, or something missing. So I definitely can um, understand you know where you're coming from with that. Um, so tell us. Um, let me see. That okay. So you said nothing's been the same. Um. So how has your support been? Has has your support been the same? Are people still supporting you the same? Um, yes. Okay, well, so what else can you tell us is uh what else can you tell us about Dolce? She was she's loving, she's caring. She loves to pretend that she's a princess. She loves to wear dresses, get right. hugged. Right, a, a typical little girl, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I've read, I've read, I've read this story so many times, and um, 
I was interested in because I seen some people. Well, I seen a, a, a certain person was trying to, you know, smear you and your family's name. And um, I got to tell you, since day one, I've always believed your story. I never thought that you had anything to do with it, or whatever. You know, I, I wholeheartedly, you know, felt for you since day one, and that's why I always wanted to reach out to you and you know get the story because I know that. Um, any mother or father are going to go to great lengths to find their child, you know, like, like you have, uh, I, I like how the police have, you know, maintained, uh, a steady going with the case. Like they update the case daily. Um, do you have some events, uh, upcoming playing with, uh, Doce? Yes. Um, we're have, we're doing her, her birthday on April 25th. Okay, and where are you doing that? And the park where her tree's at. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just the uh, same Bridgeton Park where, uh, where you were, right? Yes. Okay. Um, actually, that park since she went missing? No, not really. Okay. Are you going to be okay with going back there? And is there, I mean, is there, is there still a lot of, I mean, is there still a lot of when you ride by there or anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, also tell us what has been what what has it been like with uh, Doce's like siblings? Do, do they miss her? Do they think about her? Yeah, Emmanuel. He sometimes asks for her that when is she gonna come back. Even my sister Camila. Okay, how old is Emmanuel? He right now he's. He's turning six on March. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is, is, now, is he the oldest child? Is is Manuel your oldest child? Hello. Noima. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, I think we went out for a little bit. Now, is Manuel your oldest child? He, no, he's my second oldest child. Okay, yeah, now your oldest child, does he ask for Dolce? Or she ask for Dolce? Dulce is the oldest one. Oh, okay, Dulce. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm saying her right name. How do you say, how do you pronounce her name? Dulce. Dulce, okay, I've been saying uh, Dulce and uh, Dulce, I'm sorry. So Dulce is the number, I mean, it's the name, Dulce. Yes. Remember, I have to remember that when I'm speaking about that. So, Duce, okay. So we got it around. So everybody, her name is pronounced Duce. Um, also too, um, I I, I seen in in the paper where you say it's been hard for your parents. What is that? What has that been like with them? I mean, how how do they how, how are they feeling about their grandchild going missing? Like, can you repeat that? Okay, okay. I read I read how it's been hard for your parents. How hard has it been for them? Um, it's been real hard because Dulce was always with them. She basically grew up with them more than me. Oh, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Okay, that's strong grandma connections. Me, myself, me, myself, I was raised by my grandmother, too. So I kind of know, like, I've always been with her. Like, uh, when I was born, I was with my mom for a little bit, but my my grandmother raised me. So I, I I can honestly see, you know, 
uh, why, you know, they would be so supposed to stick around the child. Um, also, too, like, uh, how has your um, your support been around your friends? Are your friends, did your friends support you a lot? Are they still supporting you? Um, only, only one of them. Did the rest of them, I just don't talk to them no more. What do they think that you had something to do with the disappearance or something like that? I I guess or I don't know. I, they just stopped talking to me. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Like I said, like I told you before, I don't think you did because you know, you you know you you talked openly. You agreed to come on the podcast, so I like I said, I've always you know believed your story, and I really think that uh, people and more people need to rally around you. You feel me? Because. <laughs> You know, you went through a traumatic experience, you know, with your with your child being taken, and people need to uh, learn to stop pointing the fingers all the time and rally and rally around a, a person because you need all the support you can get. You know, you got it from me, you got it for others. We're going to continue to support you. We're going to continue to post those. Uh, do say, I'm sorry. We're going to continue to post. Do say, uh, we're going to we try to help out much as we can, much as we can, and it's it's a blessing just to have you on on here um what else can you tell us about uh the day in question do you do you remember anything uh differently about that day um no everything just like how how you said it was like uh uh so everything was the same um did you ever notice that anybody was near the park or at the park or anything like that or no oh no Okay, okay. So I read somewhere where it says uh yes was was thrown on the ground. His ice cream? Yeah, his ice cream was thrown on the ground. Yes. Now was that by the person that uh now was that supposed to be by the person that kidnapped Doce? Medusa, I mean. Um no. Okay. Okay, that's why I just wanted to clear up. Okay. Um I also I know you were working with like a a, a close advisor um, that you trusted. Um, how did that make you feel when she started putting out these uh, energy? Well, I was like, when I first saw a video that she posted, mm-hmm. uh, I was just like, why is she going like against us? At first, she was like, she wanted to help us and everything. Then I don't know where she started saying that me and my mom blocked her, that we wasn't responding to her messages no more, and that's where everything started. Okay, and I also heard that um in the bit in, in in the beginning that you wanted to talk, but she were telling you that you that you shouldn't talk. Is now is, is there any truth to that? That I shouldn't talk. No, I'm saying I mean like in the beginning where you were trying to talk, did she ever tell you like that you shouldn't talk to people? Yeah. Well, I don't really remember. <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Because I was trying to, you know. <clears throat> so, uh, what else could we? What else could I say to you? Uh, so like, how has this? How has the effect been on your life? What? What? what I mean, besides your child missing, what else has made your life different from this whole situation? I don't go to parks. By myself, no more. Okay. I I have to be with another adult. Okay. 
Now, do you still go to that park or do you avoid that park? I don't go to that park. Okay, okay. Um, I've been noticing in the area of Bridgeton lately, there have been a lot of uh, different and strange disappearances. Um, I, I, you know, I've noticed that in the last uh, year. I've seen probably about five or six different people go missing from Bridgeton. Um, you don't think that's connected, do you? At all? Do you think that? Um, do you think that connected? people from Bridgeton? Yeah, it's been like a couple people. I think uh, five or six people went went missing um, from from Bridgeton in the last year or so. Or maybe, um, or maybe you don't read the news a lot. No, I don't. I only heard about like one one uh, person going missing. Okay, yeah, it's been it's been like five or six more. I don't have names offhand. I do a lot of research and I do a lot of reading uh, about what's going on in the area. Um, so yeah, but um, you know, also too, um, now let me ask you a question now. Have you had more support from strangers or people you know? Um, I think strangers, more strangers. More strangers. And, you know, yeah. that's, that's always the case, too, because I know a lot of times people will reach out and, you know, help you. And like you said, sometimes not everybody is always sincere. <laughs> I said, Sarah, about the help. So I can see why you're reserved. And I, say, I, can, I can see why you don't really let, every, let everybody in. We know what you shouldn't because that's good that you don't let everybody in. But um, I'm glad that you continue to come out and speak and, and, and you know, and, and talk about your daughter. Um, like I said, when I first found out the story, you know, it broke my heart because I'm literally across the bridge in Delaware. So I'm probably, what, two hours away from Bridgeton. So, whenever stuff like this happens, you know, we're always on high alert, high alert, you know, for a missing child or I'm, I'm posting, I'm posting their name on unsolved. That's how. Um, cause at first, I started posting videos on uh, TikTok, you know, I'm missing people, and the more and more I read into the story, I'm like, I gotta reach out to the family, I gotta reach out to the family and 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 and, and get their story, and to um, you know find out what their thoughts and find out what happened that day. So, you know, you're giving me all that. Um, what, what, what do you say to the person that, that has, that has to say? Well, that I want my daughter back. I want her home safe with me and my family. Right. Right. As she should be. She definitely should, should be home with her, um, her mother. Now, um, does she have any contact with her dad or no? Um, no, she he she did in the past when she was more younger. Okay. But he got sent to Mexico. Okay. Now I was watching that interview of you on Doctor Phil, where you said in the in the beginning, like that, uh, you thought a family friend might have took her. Yeah. Now, who? I mean, not 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 asking you to disclose his name, but why do you think that? Oh, it's because Dr. Phil, he was telling me, when I was there, he was telling me to guess a name, anyone's name. Oh. And I did, I just guessed, I told him that I didn't have any idea, and he just told me, just guess. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we got that. Okay, because I was actually I was wondering what that wondering what that was about. I wasn't really sure, so that's kind of like a question I wanted to ask. Um. Um. When you okay, each year go missing. Um. When you kids go missing. When, I mean, when you see other kids besides those shit go missing, how does that make you feel? The um, I did we me my me and my mom had talked about that that we didn't even know we don't even notice that kids go missing every day and we're just like um in our life and that makes um well it makes us feel like bad because we we live in a world that. We thought it was nice, and there's a lot of bad in the world. Yes, it truly is. Now, how long have you lived? To, how long have you lived in Bridgeton? Mm, my whole life. So I grew up here. Okay, so you felt safe going to that park. You never had a problem with going to that park, never, never before in your life. No. And this, just this, this day that it happened to, this, this happened to happen. Um. Wow, that's yeah, that's that's strange that you know, like so you you know you grew up there your whole life, and um, I seen that you guys had got ice cream before you went to the park. Yeah, yeah, those were okay. That's yeah, they looked like the kids really looked like they were having fun, and I thought that was that that melt, they really melted my heart because I'm like, wow, here she is right here, she's getting ice cream and she's with her siblings and her relative, and then. That's why I, that's why I tell people, you know, anything can happen in a split second. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie to you. When I first heard the story about uh, Duce's um, disappearance, I was like, why did the mom leave her in the car? But then I was like, you know what? No, I, I've 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 had things happen in a split second where if I've done something and I turn my back for one second, something happened. So I couldn't judge you or couldn't judge anybody else. That's why I was just like, you know, just rally around her and and give her as much as comfort as she wants because, you know, I I, I know that split second to me. It, I mean, it, it can happen to any of us. It can happen to, to any of us. So I just want to let you know that you have my 100% on everything. Whenever you need, you know, if you need me for anything, you know, you have me here. Um, So um, what else I want to say? Uh. So also too, like, um, is there anything else that you want to share with us about Duce? Um, no. Okay. So um, we're going to and we're going to bring this uh, podcast to a close. Um, I want to thank Duce's mom for coming on the podcast and setting the record straight and giving insight into her case and. Um, I thank everybody for listening tonight. And Noema, it has been an honor to have you on um, our podcast. And um, I look forward to talking to you as time and stuff are going forward. I will definitely keep in contact with you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, you have a good night. You too. Thank you. Uh Bye.